What would it look like for the feds to hack the world's number one cybercrime gang, completely destroy their operation and then troll them into oblivion? Well, you're about to find out, because that's exactly what happened to Lockbit, the world's most formidable ransomware gang. Don't go anywhere, grab a bag of popcorn, you're going to enjoy this. In the first half of this video, I want to look at how Lockbit became so successful and their shenanigans along the way. And in the second half, I want to show you guys just how they were hacked and the seriously sublime level of trolling they were subjected to, courtesy of law enforcement. The group spawned in September 2019, initially under the name ABCD Ransomware, but quickly realizing just how awful of a name that was, a few months later, they rebranded under the now iconic name Lockbit. In many ways, Lockbit worked the same way as any other ransomware group. After a victim's files were encrypted, a ransom note would point them to a dark website where the negotiation would begin. And just like other groups, Lockbit operated on an affiliate model, meaning the core Lockbit team would only handle developing the malware, maintaining the dark website, and negotiation with victims. Whereas other cyber bad guys could sign up to be affiliates, tasked with the job of actually hacking into companies and infecting them. For their efforts, affiliates could look forward to an 80% cut of the ransom. However, the big problem between affiliates and ransomware gangs is one of trust. How do you know the gang is even going to pay you your share? After all, everyone's a criminal here. Lockbit's innovation was to make it so it's the affiliate who collects the ransom from the victim. Only after affiliates were paid would they send Lockbit their slice of the pie. The trust problem was solved. Lockbit also had the fastest encryption in the game. The group posted this comparison showing that their encryption was way faster than the competition. And this wasn't just for bragging rights. In many ways, ransomware gangs have to compete for affiliates. They have to give them a reason to choose their group over other ransomware operations. After all, without their affiliates, gangs don't make any money. In 2021, barely a single year after they formed, the group came third in global ransomware infections. But they didn't stop there. In 2022, the group rebranded as Lockbit 3.0. Their leak site got a new design, and they came up with yet more innovations. One of which was the first ever malicious bug bounty program, offering anywhere from $1,000 to $1 million for website bugs that could help them hack new victims, bugs in their encryption tools, or even bugs in Tox, the messaging platform that the group relies on to stay hidden. The owner of Lockbit, a guy who goes by Lockbits Up, even put a bounty on himself, posting on a Russian cybercrime forum that he was willing to pay a million dollars to anyone who could uncover his real identity. Fast forward to 2022 and the group had grown further. By the middle of the year, America's Cyber Defense Agency declared that Lockbit had taken the crown as the world's most deployed ransomware variant, accounting for 40% of ransomware attacks worldwide. The group is widely considered to be so successful because of how business-oriented they were. Lockbits tried to stay away from drama in a world where there's oh so many big personalities in cybercrime. The group even experimented with different ways of making money. Other than giving the victim the option to pay the ransom in full, they could pay a small fee to extend the deadline for another 24 hours. And there was the constant threat of the option for anyone to come along and pay the ransom at any time, giving them the ability to download all the stolen data. No one was safe from Lockbit. The group developed their tools not only for Windows, but Linux, and they were the first ransomware group to specifically target macOS. However, on occasion, the group deviated from their business-oriented reputation. In one case, in some kind of bizarre marketing campaign, or maybe they just did it for the lulz, Lockbit offered $1,000 to anyone who got their logo tattooed on their body, and over 20 people actually ended up taking them up on that offer. 
Now, you don't become the world's number one ransomware gang without some pretty high-profile hacks. Some of their victims include TSMC, Boeing, and even the UK's National Postal Service, Royal Mail. Lockbit are the reason why even months after the Royal Mail hack, you still can't use the self-service checkout machines to post internationally. Might sound like a small detail, but as someone who sends a bunch of international mail, it's incredibly annoying. Thanks, Lockbit. By the end of 2023, Lockbit had reached a status few cybercriminal gangs could even dream of. In total, they'd received over $100 million in ransom payments. But just like those that came before them, Lockbit's days were numbered. On the morning of February 19th of 2024, when affiliates logged into Lockbit's dark web dashboard, just as they had done countless times before, they were greeted with a message. Hello, law enforcement has taken control of Lockbit's platform and obtained all the information held on there. This information relates to the Lockbit's group and you, their affiliate. You can thank Lockbit's up and their flawed infrastructure for this situation. We may be in touch with you very soon. In the meantime, we would encourage you to visit the Lockbit leak site. Have a nice day. Overnight, a coalition of law enforcement agencies had launched Operation Kronos. Led by the UK's NCA, National Crime Agency, they'd hacked 34 of Lockbit servers, grabbed source code, chat logs, and orchestrated arrests. But best of all, the feds have given us a masterclass in trolling in a way I've never seen before. You're going to love this. Instead of just plastering a Lockbit site with a standard boring old seizure page, the feds decided to have some fun, humiliating Lockbits by replacing their trophy wall of victims with details of all the law enforcement actions against them. The attention to detail here is simply amazing. They modified Lockbit's logo and even went to the effort of editing the site's loading animation to showcase the countries behind the takedown. They also kept the iconic Lockbit countdown timers, counting down to the moment law enforcement is apparently going to reveal the identity of the group's leader, Lockbit Sup. In one section, the NCA leaked screenshots of Lockbit's admin console, chat logs showing negotiations with victims, and even a screenshot of the server's shadow file. The shadow file is a file on Linux systems that contains password hashes. It's pretty high value, so to be able to access it, you typically need root-level permissions. So the fact the NCA was able to grab a screenshot of it is pretty bad news for Lockbit. In fact, the NCA actually named the file, this is really bad.png. Thanks to those admin privileges, law enforcement was able to grab the usernames of all 194 affiliates. A video of one of those affiliates being arrested was released by Polish police. Operation Kronos seems to have gone about as well as law enforcement could have realistically expected. They were even able to grab decryption keys and are making those available to victims. There's even a whole section in here dedicated to simply taunting Logbits after they got them banned on various cybercrime forums. But all this raises the question, what made this takedown possible? Rumors suggest this was all down to a known PHP vulnerability in Lockbit servers that they just hadn't bothered to patch. This was all but confirmed in an interview with Lockbit's leader, who said that the FBI, NCA, and Europol are not skilled pen testers, and their success was only due to their administrator's laziness. The group's leader, LockBitsUp, is also calling BS on his upcoming docs, saying he's willing to double the FBI's $10 million bounty on his head to $20 million if they're able to successfully identify him. The least surprising news out of all of this is that there just hasn't been much sympathy from rival ransomware gangs. The leader of the Alfie gang, for example, didn't have anything nice to say. 
This should be the end of Lockbit. However, the reality is that despite the group's infrastructure having been completely taken over and all the data that comes with that, there's only been three or four arrests across Europe and a further five Lockbit affiliates have been indicted in the US. The vast majority of the couple hundred affiliates will likely never see justice and are free to simply join a different ransomware gang. As for the countdown to the reveal of Lockbit's sub's identity, law enforcement finally published the page we'd all been waiting for. Who is Lockbit Sup? He claimed to live in the US, he doesn't. He claims to live in the Netherlands, he doesn't. He claims to drive a Lambo, he drives a Mercedes, though parts may be hard to source. An obvious reference to the sanctions on Russia making life hard for the car industry. So the implication here is that the guy lives in Russia. But that's not much of a revelation. I mean, it's known that pretty much most ransomware gangs are based in Russia. The feds go on to say that they know who he is, where he lives, and how much he's worth. They also claim he's, quote, engaged with law enforcement, but it's not clear what that means. If the feds were truly certain of his identity, then why isn't he on the list of sanctions? Perhaps this means he's become an FBI asset and is somehow working with law enforcement? But if that was the case, it doesn't sound like the kind of thing the feds would want to advertise. I have no idea on this one, and I'm starting to feel like we're the ones being trolled. But if you have any ideas, feel free to let me know down in those comments. This has easily been my favorite cybercrime gang takedown so far, and I hope other law enforcement agencies will learn from the NCA on this. Whoever put this site together definitely needs a raise. Though, as always, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video. Have a good one.